Good evening. Um, shalom to you <laughs> from Jerusalem. Yeah, my name is Aviel Selam. I'm a missionary with International Mission to Jewish People. I'm 43. And today, you, yeah, I will, a little bit, I will show you who I am and what I do. And uh, first of all, thank you so much, for Jonathan, for invitation. Uh, for, for me, it's a great honor to stand here and to share with my brothers and sisters about the Feast of the Lord, about what he, is doing, uh, what he has done and what he is doing. Um, you know, I, I, had a, I have a tour in Northern Ireland and Republic. Uh, during 16 days, I had a, uh, 19 meetings, and this is actually my last meeting. Hallelujah. <laughs> After that, I'm going to home. Uh, and I'm so, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. And a little bit about uh, our mis- our mission, international mission to Jewish people. It's UK based, interdenominational evangelical society committed to share the good news uh, to Jewish people. Uh, we are motivated by the fact that uh, the gospel of Christ is the power for salvation to everyone who believes. For the first Jewish. It's written in uh, Romans uh, 1, 16. Uh, and we, we have missionaries in different countries, in the uh, UK, of course, because it's UK-based, in America and Australia, in France, Holland, Hungary, Bulgaria, in, Fr- uh, in the Ukraine, and Israel, too. Do you remember the uh, Eagle Vendor, who was here before a few years? From Israel, Egal Wender, our missionary. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's our director, Joseph Stenberg, an amazing guy. Uh, he has so wide heart for the people and for the gospel. Uh, it's very interesting, but actually he took me to work six years ago uh, to be a missionary with mission. You know, six years ago I didn't know English at all. Um, you know, but God, God called me to be a missionary, and by many, many miracles, uh, I'm continuing to do it. And God, by grace of God, I learned uh, English a little bit. If I will say something not right, please forgive me. Don't judge me, okay? Okay? It's very important for me. Uh, it's my fourth language. Uh, I, I actually was born in Ukraine, in the eastern part of Ukraine, in the city Dnipropetrovsk in 79. Uh, we, we, uh, I have a big, a big family, two parents, of course, and we, we ha- we, I have a, uh, six brothers and one sister, seven children, five brothers and one sister, uh, including me, it's seven children. Uh, we, are, we, were, we were a poor family. All nine of us shared a two-room apartment. Two-room apartment. It so was hard. Uh, unfortunately, my father lived in his wound and didn't care much about us. My mom was opposite. You know, she cared for us. She loved us. And and of course, we 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 was very we were very close to mom. Since a very young age, I used to be wrestler and dance. <laughs> I don't know how it is working like that, but this happened. Uh, finally, I became a, became a professional wrestler and dance instructor. 
Today I'm not going to use my wrestler tools, only dancing. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, when I was 19, um, my elder brother, I was the second child, my elder brother actually was in jail, in prison. When he went, you know, when I met him firstly after the prison, I was so in shock because, you know, he was very criminal guy. And I suddenly I saw angel before me. And he said, you know, I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior in the prison. And now I'm a new creation. I didn't believe him, you know. But during the time I understood God, actually God changed his life. And uh, by few miracles, I don't have many times, but I, when I uh, when I 19, I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Uh, and when my father death, dead, you know, before his death, he repented and accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior. And after his death, I asked God to give me, to give me, you know, sign from him, uh, <clears throat> and to be my father actually, because I lost my earthly father. And this night, my two brothers, first and last, dreamed in the night about father that he now actually in the heaven with Jesus. And when I heard these dreams, I was so in shock because uh, after his death, I actually asked, you know, sign from the God, and God gave me sign. And, you know, first and last, dreamed about Father. Uh, immediately I understood my Father in heaven, not because he was a good person, no, 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 because faith in Jesus. And I received Jesus and accept him as my Lord and Savior, and my life changed completely. In 2000, we moved to Israel. After one and a half year, we moved to Israel, whole family. You don't see one brother here, but this is actually, we're standing near our home, our apartment, in, uh, in the city Batyam, close to Tel Aviv. Uh, and, of course, begin new life. I served in the Israeli army two years, and, of course, learned Hebrew um, I claimed I joined to local congregation, to evangelism team, and I so felt in my heart God called me, you know, to share the gospel with people. This is actually what I did. Uh, what I did, you know, I, I remember when I was in the army, I, only, I was only one person who believed in Jesus. But because I'm a professional wrestler, <laughs> I shared the gospel. And people hurt, and five soldiers, by grace of God, come to faith. It was so encouraging time. Uh, in 2005, after army, I married to my beloved Tatiana. Um, I have one wife and two children. <laughs> in the Middle East, uh, Arabic people have a few wives. <laughs> we not. I have one wife. Uh, she is a nurse in a hospital. A very smart woman. It's gift of from gift from the heaven. You know, it's an amazing. Uh, we have two sons, Igal and Nathan. They are 16 and 15, uh, teenagers. Uh, yeah, so blessed children. They believe in God. And today I'm going to share a little bit about the Feast of Tabernacle. Are you ready? It you know the Feast of Tabernacles uh, before. 
before speaking about it, uh, I, I would like to encourage you. You know, um, do you know how many feasts of the Lord we have? Today I'm going to ask many questions. Please give me answers. Seven. Seven. Okay. Okay. What else? <laughs> yeah, actually we have eight feast of the Lord. Uh, first it's Shabbat. After there's the feast of, uh, feast of the uh, feast of Passover, uh, feast of the first fruit, feast of. Uh, um, uh, unleavened bread, yeah, and feast of uh, Pentecost or uh, weeks. It's uh, and we we have uh, two seasons. One feast, the first feast, the Shabbat, without seasons. And we we have a four feast of the Lord in the springtime and three feast of the Lord in the autumn time. It's so interesting, you know. Um, Actually, God would like to say us something, you know. Why first the Feast of the Lord? It's Shabbat. Do you know why? Because we don't have Shabbat. We don't have Shabbat. We don't have rest. And if you see this prophetic picture, immediately you understand, okay, what else? And God, moving us through the two seasons... And actually will give us, in the end, rest. In the end, Shabbat. Uh, and it's so interesting. You, know, you have a seventh feast of the Lord into seasons, but one without season. It's Shabbat. Every week it's happening, you know. And God would like to say us something. You without Shabbat. You without rest. Yeah? But I'm going to move you. And uh, I will give you an example. The first feast, uh, the first in the season, in the spring season, it's Passover. Yeah? What do you think about Passover? What pictures do you see in your mind when you're thinking about Passover? Lamb. Lamb. What else? Blood. Blood. Freedom. What else? Only this side, please, this side, this side, huh? Dead, okay, beautiful, what else? Exodus, do you see? Exodus, Passover, Exodus, from the Egypt, okay, what else? My question is, do you see the entering to the promised land in the Passover? No, okay, oh yes. Okay, I would like to, 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 to show you something. Now, when God came to, to Moses, he said, listen to me. I'm, I'm going to take the, uh, these people, Israel people, from the, I will bring you, uh, bring you, bring them out from the Egypt, and I will bring, bring them in to the promised land. This is actually what he promised to Moses. And we need to see, Two things, out and in. This is one program in the, in the Passover. This is very important to see it, and you now you will see it. You know, uh, it's very interesting, but what that God used when they took the, took the uh, Israelites from Egypt? He actually used by two dots. 
dots. First dot, the 10 of Nissan, we must to take the, the lamb into the home and after three days to eat it all. And the 14 days of Nisan, we need to went out from the Egypt. 10 and 14 of Nisan, two dots. But this is actually, these dots happened when? When Israelites entered to the promised land. Do you know it? You can check it in the uh, book, of jo- uh, book of Joshua, in the chapter 5. It's very interesting, you know. God took, took uh, Israelites from the Egypt. In the deepest place on the earth, spirituality, and entered them to the deepest place on the earth, physically. Do you know the Jordan River, who opened, is actually near Dead Sea, and this is located in the deepest place on the earth. Do you know it? No? Okay, it's very important to see it, you know. And he took the people from the Egypt in the 10 and 14 Nisan and entered in the deepest place on the earth in the same dot. Why? Because there's one program. And when Jesus, uh, when Jesus baptized in the same deepest place on the earth, Jordan, uh, jo- uh, jo- Yohanan ben Zachariah, or John Baptist, baptized Jesus. What happened? When Israelites passed, Jordan River opened. But when Jesus baptized, what opened? Heavens, actually. Heavens, highest place on the earth. And Jesus, after that, he made the Passover in the Jerusalem, in the highest place. In the, uh, it's not the highest place on the Israel, but it's plus 800 meters. And into Jesus, we, we have a out and in. Out from the, from the sin, the sin of the world, and enter to the promised land to Father. To, to, we have a connection with Father. Can you see it? It's very important. And this is only Passover, this first Passover. And if you know, actually, the Feast of the Lord, and I, I would like to say you something, you know, it's not right and feast in the original language. What, what word we use in there? Moadei Adonai. It's, uh, it's uh, it, translation of this word actually is the signs of the Lord. Or appointment, uh, special days for the Israel. And you, if you understanding the feast of the Lord, actually you, you, you see and know the plan of God of salvation for all nations and Israel too. I recommend you. To, to, to learn this plan of salvation. If you, when I begin to learn English, my teacher said, you know, you need to repent, uh, repeat all the time words, all the time, all the time, and this is, will enter in your mind. And this is actually what God has done. He, ga- uh, he gave, you know, platform, Feast of the Lord for the Israelites to repeat every year. You know, and to know and understand the, the plan of God. Okay? I encourage you to, to learn more about the Feast of the Lord, about the signs of the Lord. And today we, we are going to, to speak about the last <laughs> Feast of Tabernacle. 
and it's so encouraging. And, um, and I promise you, today I, uh, I will show you the gospel and the Feast of Tabernacle and how this great feast speaks on the wonderful future for all of those who trust in Jesus, both of nations and the Jewish people. Let's open together Leviticus 23, 49, 40, uh, 40, 39 through 43. And let's read. Also on the 15th day of the seventh month, when you have gathered in the fruit of land, you shall keep the feast of the Lord for seven days. On the feast day, there shall be a Shabbath rest. Please, to see, Shabbath rest. And the... And... On the eighth day, a Shabbat rest. And you shall take for yourself on the first day the fruit of beautiful trees, branches of palm trees, the boughs of leafy trees, and willows of the brook. And you shall rejoice before the Lord your God for seven days. You shall keep it, uh, it as a feast to the Lord for Seven days in the year. It shall be a statute forever in your generation. You shall celebrate in the seventh month. You shall dwell in boats for seven days. So many seven, 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 seven. All who are native Israelites shall dwell in the boats. That your generation may know that I made the, the children of Israel dwell in the boats when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord, and the Lord your God. You know, it's so interesting, but we see, actually, God commanded us to celebrate the Feast of the Lord on the seventh month, seven month. This is number seven in the seasons. Feast of, the, uh, Feast of the Lord number seven in the seventh month of Tishrei. Seven day to live in the boats and seven day rejoice before God. Seven, 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 seven. And we, we have a first day Shabbat in the last day Shabbat. But here, into between Shabbat, we have an idea. Seven day rejoice, seven day to, to live in boats, seven day, you know, to bring uh, sacrifices to, to the Lord. What does it mean? It's very interesting. Seven day, it's week, you know? It's actually week. And the last day of week, what? Shabbat. <laughs> rest, yeah? Rest. Again, rest. Okay. You know, uh, so look a bit more the greatest of the of the feasts. The first today, I'm, I'm going to, to to show you five points. Uh, first point: it, it's time of great rejoicing. Second, it's uh, it is celebration of great provision. It's the time of great longing. It's witness. It witnesses number four. It witnesses um, kindling of great light. And they foretells 
a great future. A time of great rejoicing. You know, God, uh, God celebrated, uh, commanded us rejoice seven days. You know, so was an amazing day when people, seven days dancing, seven days singing before God, seven days rejoicing. This is commanded, you know. We, we, uh, we needed to do it, you know, before God. And whole Israel, whole Israel, uh, of course, were come to Jerusalem because this is, was we we had a free uh, free feast of the Lord um, where we need to need to come to Jerusalem and, and to celebrate this Passover, Pentecost, and the last the Feast of Tabernacle. And all Israel from all the world come to the Feast of Tabernacle and rejoice before God. And of course, we remember all things what God has done for us. Uh, and, and of course, if you are a Christian, you have joy too. Why? Because God paid for you full price. You know, uh, we, we have a peace in our heart. What? Because we have a shalom with God. Do you know what is shalom? What does it mean shalom? Peace. What else? Wholeness. Amen. What else? I promise you, today you actually, you will know what is mean shalom. <laughs> okay, do you see? It's shalom. In Hebrew, we're writing from the, uh, from the right to left, you know? Okay, shalom. It's known. We have a verbs, adjectives, known, known. My pronunciation, it's good. Okay, if you know root, it's root. Shin, Lamet, Mem, three letters. You can build different words. Yeah? Let's do it. Yeah? To pay. Le Shalem. Shalom, Le Shalem. It's same root. To pay. Did you know it? No? Okay. Tashlum. <laughs> Payment. It's same root. Tashlum, you can hear. Tashlum. Shulam, shalom, shulam, has paid. Mushlam, shalom, mushlam, the same root, perfect. Can you see connection between these words? And peace, of course. What connection we can see here? Hmm? Christ. Christ, amen. Yes. To pay a payment has paid Perfect. <laughs> Peace. You can see? Yeah. I, con- I added, you know, all of words in the one phrase. To pay a payment for bills, for de- debts. Has paid? Perfect. Peace. You know, the word shalom, we cannot get shalom through meditation. We cannot get shalom through different ways, only through payment. This is actually what shalom is saying to us, you know. Can you see? If you are a responsible person, and I hope you are a responsible person, and you have bills to pay for it, you cannot sleep well. You need to pay, no? 
Yes, of course. If you have a debt, you need to pay for it, and you will have shalom with the person. It's working between people, and actually it's working between God. Same way. Same way. And, you know, um, do you want to shalom with God? Do you want? You need to pay, you know? You need to pay. How much it costs shalom? Penalty of sin. It's, we need to pay. Debt. Do you want to die? Brothers, sisters. Do you want to die? No. Who will die for you? Who will pay for you? Jesus. Jesus? <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus will pay for us. Amen. But you know, in Israel, we have a big problem. Don't believe in Jesus. And what they saying? No, 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 Jesus. It's, for us, it, it's enough animals. You know, we wait for, for the temple mount, and actually, in the end, we will sacrifice the lamb. But you know, it's lamb, it's good price, it's good payment, but it's not enough. And today my question is, why it's not enough? When, you know, I remember, I remember you the way how we has done the payment before that, have done. You know, the, the person brought the, uh, the, the temple, the animal or goat, Sinless perfection, one year old, the lamb of God. The person, bless, uh, uh, the person, place his hands on it, transferring his sins, actually on the animal, and receiving, confesses, confess his sins, transferring his sins, and receiving the animal sinless into himself. Amen. So the penalty of sin is death. So the priest would take the naf, slit the animal straw, pour the blood on the altar like a payment, offering animal up like a sin offering, and through its death there will change life. Amen? Why? Because we must get rid of sin so we can be reconciled to our, our Father God. But what different between blood of animal and Jesus? Why Blood of Jesus, it's enough one time to pay for us, but animals, no. Do you know what different? We need to explain. You know, Jewish people say to me, you know, you, you are thinking like crazy. I said, why? We don't send our children to die for somebody. You're crazy. You're thinking like Arabic people. This is actually what they are saying to me. And I said, you know, okay, let's, let's think about, uh, about shalom. It's payment. Yes, it's payment. But animal, it's not enough. Why not enough? Do, do you remember when Jesus was on the cross? What he said, Father, why? Why are you forsaking me? What does it mean? This is spiritual death. This is separation between Father and Son. He felt on his body, of his flesh, separation between Father and God. My question is, animal couldn't feel it? Separation between Father and Son? 
No. Couldn't feel, couldn't pay. You understand me? Jesus felt all that. Spirituality, physically, and body. Because that, we, uh, and soul also, yeah, pour out, pour out. Because of that, he is a perfect price. Free debt. In the spirit, in the soul, in the body. Because of that, we need to rejoice. Amen? It's not enough, animals. Because there's only two parts. Not free. We need free part. Because, yeah, because we are people, not animals. Hallelujah. And this is, you know, uh, this is Feast of the Tabernacle Commandments, Rejoice. And of course, we are like believers, we, we need to rejoice too. With all understanding what Jesus has done for us. Amen. The second thing, it's uh, the Feast of Great Provision. Let's talk about it a little bit. You know, this is a final autumn harvest festival, a time of gathering in Jerusalem when the people praise God for his bountiful provision throughout the year. It's based on the Exodus 23, 13, and, you know, in this time, of course, building the boats. It was also time of looking back at how God provided throughout the long 40 years, 40 years of wilderness wandering after deliverance from slavery in Egypt. And during this time, you know, the Lord miraculously provided manna from the heaven, water from the rock, and the even sandals that didn't wear out. You know, it, remind, it reminds remind us, it's remembrance of those 40 years in desert, the people were to, uh, were to live in flimsy tents for the seventh day of the feast. In the same way, the New Testament reminds us that we are dwelling in temporary boats, our bodies, and we are in the Jordan to our promised place of rest in heaven where our real treasure lies. You know, it's very important to see it. So let's not get too comfortable in our mortal tents in this world. We are not, we are not in the promised land quite yet. This, you know, this is work to be done in the harvest field of God's world. We have the seed of the gospel to sow to the Jewish people first, according to Romans 1.16. And just as the people of Israel remembered and celebrated God's faithful provision in the wilderness, let's be thankful for all the way God has provided in our lives. You know, so the feast of time, it's great rejoicing, first and the second, the God great provision. You know, the, the third thing, it's the time of great longing. This was expressed, expressed especially during the ceremony of pouring out of the water. You know, the priests would take uh, down to the sprint of Solom, Solom uh, where took the water and seven days 
they brought water to the temple of uh, to the temple mount were poured out on the altar on the f- food of the altar seven day water you know it's so was encouraging you know people song sings the words from psalms you know or dancing and uh, and of course it sy- symbolizes two things first of all they ask it uh, they ask it god to give them rain because you know it uh, was finished of the season of summer and of course we don't have rain on this season and and the second things rabbis rabbis interpreted the pouring out of the water as the outpouring of the holy spirit upon the whole nation of israel in the last day the prophet uh, the prophet such as joel chapter 2 pr- uh, predicted the day would come when the holy spirit would be poured out upon the whole nation under range of Messiah. You know, uh, but suddenly, you know, Jesus. Actually, on this, on this feast, Jesus stand up at this climax of the feast with messianic fervor and the highest speech. Everyone stop, you know, and to hear what he says. As a, the, the, and he says in amazing words, let's open together that John, John 7, 47, 37 through 39, right in there. If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believes on me, as the scriptures have said, from within him shall flow rivers of living water. It's an amazing. In another world, actually, I am the answer to your prayers. You know, God, uh, Jesus spoke about the Holy Spirit who would come to us. And t- today we spoke about Shalom, yeah? He paid, he felt separation, separation between Father and, and Son because that we have today the full price. And because that God can send to into our hearts the Holy Spirit, and this is actually He He is answer for all ceremony with the water. Yeah, He gave us the water, He gave us the Holy Spirit in our lives. Amen. And you know, when I think about it, of course, my heart my heart was crying. Why? Because Jewish people don't see significance of Jesus right in the old feast of the Lord. Don't see. And, and of course, we need to preach the gospel to them and because uh, God loves them. God wants to save them. And I, maybe I will, a little bit, I will share you what's, what's going on in Jerusalem. And you will, you will see and understand how to pray for them. You know, when four years ago, uh, six years ago, we moved to Tel Aviv and after two years to Jerusalem, immediately understood I'm living... <laughs> in different city, Jerusalem is the um, uh, highest, it's largest city in, Jeru- in Israel. We have a one million population, one million, and 24 percent it's Orthodox people. 24, 240 uh, thousand Orthodox people who hate Jesus and hate missionaries. In Tel Aviv, we have only one percent, only one. 
in Jerusalem 22. And of course, it was so hard for us, for me, to preach the gospel. When I made my first street evangelism, after 40 minutes, I understood I'm going to use my tools of wrestler. <laughs> because attack, you know. And I prayed to God, God, please, I cannot get contacts through the street. Please give me a platform. And God gave me a platform. Uh, I... I found an amazing website where people can invite New Testament uh, who opened for, to hear the gospel. And this platform do, doesn't have uh, missionaries and asked us to come and to preach the gospel. And this is actually what happened. And this is guy come to faith through this platform. Uh, I received his contact. I met him. He is Jewish from Ethiopia when he was 12. He moved by feet with whole family to Jerusalem to meet Messiah. This is actually what received uh, his spiritual father uh, in his family. And he grew up in the Orthodox school. But when he grew up, he understood this is only opinion of people and begin to for, uh, looking for the truth and invited New Testament. And I met him and he received Jesus. And after one and a half year, he passed baptism in Jordan River, and now he is a part of uh, church in Jerusalem. It's an amazing. And Bible tours, you know, I'm organizing Bible tours for not tourist people, for Russian speakers, Jewish people in Jerusalem. It, it's so encouraging. Why? Because we're living in Holy Land, you know, all places speaking about gospel. And you can take people and to bring them to the Bible sites and preach the gospel. But you can ask me how this happened. You know, it's so interesting. This is woman, and actually you can see her here. This woman, her name is Dina. She is director of tourism organization and second work. Uh, she has second work, department manager in Jerusalem municipality. She's responsible for all Russian speakers in Jerusalem, elderly people. And I met, uh, and I met her by miracle. Uh, before... Uh, when I met a position, I, I begin to pray, and God gave me desire, the decision, decision to to help to poor families. I found I got the 15 food packages, and I begin to share with poor families. You know, um, each one food package, one month, and after six months, one very poor woman said to me, "Avial, I heard from you that your dream to organize Bible tours." I said, "Yes, of course." And, and she said, you know, I am volunteer in the tourist organization. I would like, I would like to introduce you my director. I said, wow, this is interesting. And this is actually what happened. She introduced me. And I said to Dina, you know, I'm going to subsidize a little bit excursions. Give me people. And she agreed. And this has happened, you know. We're doing, um, uh, doing together Bible tours. And the end of tour... I gave opportunity to people invited Bibles. And of course, people given me data and I visited them personality. Amazing. And this is woman after two years, I don't have time, but she called me and said, Avial, I have a problem. I have a problem uh, many years, insomnia, I cannot sleep. Please, what, I can, what you can do? I said, you know, we can pray. <laughs> She's, she asked me how much it cost. Wow, good question. I said, it's free. 
And she said, you know, I've spent so many money, a lot, but nothing helped help me. And she invited me to come to her office in government of Jerusalem, and she repented there after two years. It's a miracle, brothers and sisters. And now she opening for me so many doors in Jerusalem. Educational project, Hebrew class. Uh, you know, many people don't know Hebrew enough. Coming to Hebrew class where I'm teaching people, like I taught today you about Shalom, and people hearing the gospel and coming to the Lord. Uh, this guy came to Lord for this project, and and you can read prayer letter on the table about him. It's so amazing, you know. Hebrew, uh, Hebrew, it's biblical language, and through words we can preach the gospel through shalom, through God, through covenant, through feast of the Lord. We celebrated together feast of the Lord, and uh, it's so amazing. And 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 they see the gospel. As I'm serving to Holocaust survivors, God opened also door, an amazing door, uh, for my relative. Two organization first has 200 people. And the result was an amazing. Uh, I made for them Bible, two, Bible lessons. And the second organization has 900 people. And this is Director Shimon. She, he opened for me so wide door. I begin to do Bible tours specially for Holocaust survivors. Amazing. You know, in the last tour, I took 50 non-believers and 40 free, 33 invited Bibles. 33. It's an amazing, you know, and I received uh, from them certificate of appreciation for international mission to Jewish people. You know, in the, in the, one, in the one hand, I have a so big opposition, yeah? For example, this year, uh, Orthodox people closed my rent building where I made uh, Hebrew classes, but I, I rent a different building, yeah? But on the second hand, God is opening so many doors and preaching gospel. God loves the Jewish people. Amen? This is not I. I'm not a special person. Trust me. But God's special. Uh, he has a grace for these people, and she wants to save them. Amen? Amen. And please, uh, to, today I would like to ask you, you know, to sign up. Sign up for, uh, to be watchman. You know, in the, uh, Ezekiel writing there, Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the people of Israel. So hear the word I speak and give them warning from me. Ezekiel 43, 7. It's a special uh, watchman card. You can sign up and I will send you one letter during three months, not more. And you, you'll see what was going on in Jerusalem and you could pray you could take uh, the uh, book uh, Mark and to, to read Bible and to pray for us. And I will be in touch with you. But, yeah, I know for sure God opened my heart because prayers of my brother. And when you will pray for Israelites, they, God will open their hearts. Please to be the part in this work. And we will, I will be happy if you will pray for Israelites. Uh, in Jerusalem, and you will support this work. Okay, the next thing, I'm, coming, I'm back to the Feast of the Lord, the Kindle of Great Light. Let's uh, spoke about it.
Okay, so, you know, in Jerusalem, we, we had a ceremony to, to light the lights, you know, the kindle, uh, kindles. Uh, these kindles, we, we had a four kindles, so high, so high, and 75 feet high. And people, you know, lighting the, uh, these golden cups, and... Rabbi saying, when this lamp were, you know, boring, people saw so many light in the whole Jerusalem. You know, it uh, symbolizes the Shekhinah of, of the God, presence of the God in, on whole Jerusalem and a whole nation. And actually, in this, in the feast, in this day, in the feast of Tabernacle, Jesus come. Jesus came and said, I'm the light of the world. Hallelujah. I'm the light of the world. You know, it's so encouraging. And, you know, in, in the other verse, he said, I'm sorry, what you see? Let's open the John, John 1, 14 and read. And the world become flesh and dwelt, literally it's tabernacled, among us. And we saw his glory, glory of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and true. Amen? Glory, it's light. Glory, it's light. You know, he, he, he was fooled with the glory of, of the Father. And, and, of course, he is the light of the world. And today, you know, we, we cannot need to be into darkness, you know. We, can't, we, can, we can receive Jesus as our light, you know, in our light and life in, uh, for, for us. Let's open the, uh, the next verse, John eight twelve. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. Amen? You know, it's so interesting. Um, I will share with you a little bit testimony. You know, um, my father was a very bad person, but before his death, he received Jesus. And after uh, three days, he went to sleep and never woke up. But, you know, on the balcony, when I come down, uh, I asked God to give me a sign. Before going to bed, listen to me, before going to bed, my mom asked me to tie hands of father his, uh, on his chest like this. I don't know what it means. I said, what does it mean? She said, you know, he is a Ukrainian man was... It's Ukrainian traditional. Please do it. And I made, and I went to sleep. On the morning, my elder brother said, I dreamed this night. What, I said, what did you dream? I dreamed that our father came to us. We, we were in the living room, all family. But he was with white robes, but his hands were tied. And asked us, well, asked us why did you tie my hands? And he replied, because you... That, he said, I didn't die. 
I will live forever. He broke the ropes and went. This is dream, he saw, my brother. I said, what? This is not possible. And suddenly my last brother said, I also dreamed. What did you, what did you see? He said, you know, and now actually he is not believer in Jesus. And, and he said, I walked on the street and suddenly I saw sky opened and I saw Father and Jesus together with white ropes. And he called me, Michael, come to me. And I so felt fear, and I entered to the home, and I woke up. How? I said, you know, it's a sign, no? And immediately I understood, my, my father got hell, not heaven. And now in, he in the heaven. <laughs> immediately I understood. Jesus is the light of the world, yeah? He gave the, him new robes, white robes, yeah, white clothes. He is a life. He is the light. He all, you know, he is our Messiah. And of course, after two weeks, I went and received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Amen? Amen. Jesus is the light of the world. Hallelujah. And of course, all, all symbolic things in tabernacle, feast and tabernacles, uh, a point on the Jesus. He is the light of the world. And the five, and the number five, a great future. It's great future. Let's let's open Zachariah, Zachariah, fourteen. Please, we, we will finish, and we will see great future. You know, a feast of of tabernacle speaking not only about past, okay, not only about present, but about future. He's speaking about future. This is not fulfilled yet completely. Few things, yes, fulfilled in Jesus also. He is a light. He is, you know, he is the water. He gave us Holy Spirit. It's symbolic, uh, but it's not finished. Let's read. Then it will come about that any who are left of all the nation that went against Jerusalem will go up from ear to ear to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, to celebrate the feast of Boaths. And it will be that whichever of the families of the earth does not go up to Jerusalem to worship the king, the, uh, the Lord of hosts, there will be no rain on them. Can you see? We will celebrate Feast of Tabernacle in the future. It's very important to see it. You know, I would like to, to read another, uh, another ver, uh, uh, chapter. Ch- uh, Revelation 7. Let's open 7, 9, 10, please. And we, we, we are going to finish. After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude which on one could count from every nation and all tribes and people and tongues standing before the throne and before the Lamb clothed in the white robes like my father yeah? white robes and palm branches palm branches you know this we, we did in the tabernacle and doing now palm branches were in their in their hands, 
And they cry out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Hallelujah. And the next verse, Revelation 21, 3. Behold the tabernacle of God. Can you see? Tabernacle. The feast of tabernacle. Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and, and he will dwell with them, and, sh- and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. It's, you know, it's great future. Amen? And, and the Feast of Tabernacles is speaking about that, is about it. We will, we will together stand, you know, before God, <laughs> and praise him together. Jewish and Gentiles gathered. Yeah? Hallelujah. And of course, today I ask you to be, uh, to be a watchman. Because, you know, I, I, I know for sure Holocaust survivors don't have, an, uh, t- uh, don't have many time, you know, to live. And I need to take them to heaven with me. And this is actually what I do. <laughs> I'm visiting elderly people every day, every day, and I'm sharing the gospel, sharing the gospel. And people come to the Lord, you know. It's so amazing. And because of that, I'm asking you to be uh, a partnership, partnership of this work, you know, to sign up, to receive letter, to pray for us, and to see what's going on in Jerusalem. Because actually, Jesus would come to Jerusalem back. And we will celebrate together Feast of Tabernacle. Hallelujah. Amen. And we need your prayers. You know, I know for sure when I'm traveling here in this, uh, your country, I'm feeling so peaceful. You're living in paradise. <laughs> Actually, living in paradise. But we're not living in paradise. We're fighting every day. Every day with Arabic, with uh, around, you know, enemies. And, uh, and, of course, Orthodox people who hate Jesus, hate missionaries, uh, you know, fighting against us. And we need your prayers, you know, to be... To be uh, by, by your prayers, we, we will succeed. Amen. Okay, let's stand up and we, we will pray and we will finish. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God, we, we are running to you to your toward your throne of grace. And we're so happy today because you sent your son to pay for us the perfect price. Hallelujah. We, we have a peace today in our hearts, in our spirit. We have a Holy Spirit in our hearts, in our bodies. And we in peace with you, with shalom with you. And we thank you, and we worship you, and we, hallelujah, we're so so full and thankful for you. God, I'm asking you today to bless my brothers and sisters here in Northern Ireland, to fill their needs and give them peace and answers on their, uh, uh, their needs. Please, you so powerful and you so full grace and mercy.
hallelujah, to fill us and give us peace in our families, in our families, in our business, in our all things what we do. Hallelujah. And I praise you from my heart to you and thank you that you made us a Jewish and Gentiles together, one body in the Christ Jesus. We love you and worship you. Amen. 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 Thank you, brothers and sisters.